Listener Production. Like finding that op shop bargain. Ka-ching. These boys come pre-worn. And maybe need a wash. Oh my word. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt, did you take part in the Sydney Marathon on the weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I tell you what, I almost did. I stepped out of the pub and caught up with a friend uh, after a cheeky, you know, one or two. Running to catch a bus. Oh, you ran for the bus. Well, yeah, yeah. And I when I ran past two people, that actually their friend had just tripped over, but they were helping him up, and they were in Sydney Marathon gear, oh, and they were hobbling, rough. man. I tell you what, I, I didn't feel jealous. They looked like they had some nasty uh, blisters. So, congrats to all the uh, band aid companies out there just raking it in, <laughs> hey. Yeah, Band-Aid companies on Marathon Day are to rose growers on Valentine's. I tell you what, they just lick their lips down at the old uh, bandage store. Sydney Band-Aid store. Hey, shout out to the Kenyan uh, runner Moses Kibet, who won the first Sydney Marathon since the pandemic, as stated by Sydney Morning Herald. Moses got it in, get this, two hours, seven minutes and three seconds. Fastest marathon time on Australian soil. That is... Is insane. I Isn't watched it? the latest James Bond on the couch, and I would have hit play. He would have had time to run the marathon and then come back and <laughs> buddy, got, probably got finish to... off your popcorn <laughs> by the end. Yeah, incredible stuff. Oh, Fastest man. woman was Ethiopian. Uh, Tijis Gurma Getachu with the time of two hours 25 as well. So just incredible stuff there. Endurance athletes. And don't worry, you know, I put in a bit of an effort as well on the weekend, you know. Well, you got to be an endurance athlete to do what I do as well. Yeah, keep their hydration up is the only uh, <laughs> part of that you partook in. But no, it's not the only sporting uh, happening over the weekend. I might tell you about where I watched a few of the footy games that went on. We're also got producer brought in for some clickfish. So we get the cutlery and tuck into this all-day breakfast, Matt. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's going to be a big one. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt O'Kine, have you watched the trailer for the new live-action Little Mermaid? Oh, I haven't, but I know the whole, like, she's black now and so people are losing their mind. Man, yeah, that new actor who's playing... Ariel in this uh, version, Halle Bailey, darker skin than the original cartoon version. Mm. But in the same way that the Lord of the Rings had to recent, there was like articles coming out about Lord of the Rings racism where people like are really concerned at elves. (laughs) There are black elves in the world. I, I always see articles that it's happening more than I see the overt racism, it sort of gets brought in in the articles kind of thing. But mm. I also saw wonderful videos of young children who see Halle Bailey on screen. They're like, oh, my God, she looks like me. Like, it's yeah, I love gorgeous it. I mean, the, stuff. Look, I when, when I'm, like, watching things with Sophia, I, I think about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, did I tell you, even recently, did I tell you when, when Belle showed Sophia the Bananas ad? The, no. You what know the na 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 You know that's in that ad? I know. Classic ad. I know. Banana boat. Do, 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 do. No, it's <laughs> banana na 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 You know. Right, okay. Anyways, look, classic ad, iconic. Belinda showed Sophia, mm. you know, once. And then after the ad finished, I look at Belle, she's crying. And I was like, what's <gasps> going on? And she was like, I just, 
just realized that there's um, no people of color at all in that ad. And I would never would have noticed that growing up. But now mm. watching Sophia, there's just no one that, there's so many kids in the ad. And yeah. there's none that, that sort of represent her. And she's like, oh, it must have been so difficult for you growing up yeah. um, to, to not have seen that. Well, 25 years ago, what was it like for you, Matt? Oh, I mean, Ernie Dingo is basically the only brown person on TV. Like quite, quite yeah. seriously. Yeah. Um, that I sort of even like that I remember growing mm. up watching with. I think a little bit earlier was Kamal. I missed that sort mm -hmm. of whole thing. Um, but uh, you know, I think that that's why I was, um, you know, like when I first started acting, that's why I ended up getting cast in all these like mermaid shows, you know, yeah. like, because they're, um, <laughs> they're set in the Caribbean. <laughs> no, just because kids are able to suspend their disbelief enough. <laughs> To know that there's like, there's mermaids floating around. I'm sure they don't mind that there's a brown bloody dolphin trainer in there as well, you know? Well, that's that's the thing that I, that these, these people who have a problem with um, <laughs> these sort of things, they are willing to suspend their disbelief that there's a ring that holds magical powers <laughs> and an eye that can see everything on a tower, an orcs born of goop, but an an elf has more melanin <laughs> than elves previously. And it's like, hang on, this is not part of the world. I know. It's so funny. I mean, it's like the same thing happens with Bond, though, remember? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, there's the, the whole argument about I think yeah. Idris Elba was sort of being yeah. put forward to do it. And people are like, but James Bond isn't brown. And it's like, oh, I don't think the creator cares yeah. at this point. Like, there's been enough white blondes to have a brown one. Like, yeah. it's okay. And he's like, what, he can't be brown? Yeah, Piers Brosnan can't surf a glacial <laughs> tidal wave with a kite either. <laughs> he can't do that. <laughs> and it keeps getting in. It's the most believable thing in the whole film. Is someone... <laughs> Is that Bond being brown is more believable than anything else that Bond ever does? It's the same. Yeah, it's, oh, that's, it's so it's so rough. Like this lady's got darker skin. Yeah, she's half a fish talking to a crab, mate. She's a half fish crab person. Is it exhausting though? Like having you know these like the think pieces constantly because I I felt like this is like a maelstrom of think pieces about these kind of things and there's there's the original racism and then there's the backlash against the racism and there's all this talk about the reboots and the all that sort of stuff. It's just people like sh t telling on themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just exposing who they are and what their thoughts are. So I never really worry about it. You, you it is the same conversation that keeps sort of happening and so. Um, mm. Like you sort of see it with this and you're like, oh, well, they've done it now. People still get angry. Do you know what I find funny? Do you know, honestly, what I found funny, which I was not expecting, is that when the other guy came out, right? Your TV series, yeah. Yeah, featuring myself um, and the um, there's a, an actress, great Irish actress called Valene Kane, mm -hmm. um, who plays my will they, won't they, you know, ex-partner, are they going to get back together, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. There's, you know, um, I wouldn't say sex scenes, but there's intimate scenes between us, etc. Anyway, I wasn't expecting at all people on Twitter being like, I can't believe this disgusting interracial relationship being shown on TV. What? Like multiple accounts. I know. I was like, what? Is this? Is it was just, it was farcical oh at what God. people were getting angry about. I'm like, I cannot <laughs> believe that this is, you're even wasting your time doing this. So they're happy with, with, with sex scenes as long as they're people with the same 
ethnic it's backgrounds. It's still weird. But yeah, people still doing that. So, so there's still people out there that live like that. So it's like, yeah, nothing surprises me anymore. That is so gonna... wild. That's such a weird thing to be, you know, upset about. When, much like the other unbelievable things in the world, is Matt O'Kine getting some action. I mean, <laughs> how am I meant to be? As a TV viewer, Matt, how am I meant to suspend my belief and, uh, you know, That anyone would like me enough world? to actually put their lips on this thing? No, thanks. Oh, my Lord. Black, white, whatever. I wouldn't be touching it if I was you. <laughs> Anyway, we wish uh, the new Ariel all the best. Exactly. And I'm sure one day there'll be an Asian Ariel and a Middle Eastern Ariel and all the Ariels. There's enough Ariels to go around. Literally everyone can have an Ariel. This is like Oprah. You've got an Ariel. <laughs> yeah. Check under your seats. You've got an Ariel. You've got an Ariel. It's like a it's like a TV repair shop. Ariels all around. And I hope in the next 12 months, every single person who is outraged and complaining about TV shows casting people of ethnicities that they haven't seen before in those roles can start writing tweets towards the fossil fuel companies for killing our planets. <laughs> yeah, you focus your energy on something a little bit better. All day breakfast. Alex, I'm going to take you back to 1997. Australia is playing Iran in the World Cup qualifying match. Okay. All they need to do is win. I think they're up 2-0 or something. Right. Cruising. Cruise control. 12-year-old Matt O'Kine thinks, we're in the bag. Better get the beauty sleep for tomorrow morning's day of school. (laughs) So I go to bed. I go to school the next day. People are in tears. Right? (laughs) Australia... Hasn't made it. Mm. Final goals in the last dying minutes, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right? And the reason why I bring that story up is because it always happened on the weekend, right? I'm watching the Sydney Swans. <laughs> and they're ahead. And I think, yeah, you know what? It is time to go upstairs and give Sophia a bath. Mm. They've got this one in the bag. That's what I literally <laughs> thought. I come down to pandemonium. Yeah. Commentators screaming, Twitter going off. It is ablaze with excitement. And they almost missed out. I tell you what, it was pretty gangbusters at the SCG over the weekend, watching Collingwood versus the Sydney Swans, despite our show on Friday, saying there was a bit of a superstition that could have meant that Collingwood got over the line. Alas, one point. The first one point final since the 90s. Did you? Were you there? I was just watching on TV, mate. Oh, it was flights God, were sixteen hundred dollars one way from Melbourne to Sydney, <laughs> oh. and it was a great. And people were crying. You could see after the game, Collingwood fans crying. The amazing season came to an end in two very close finals. The Cats beat them. They were, the scores were level. Cats kicked a goal with a minute thirty to go a couple of weeks ago. Swans in the last two minutes thirty holding on. Um, it was an amazing game. And I was watching the footy there over the weekend. That was just at home. But on Friday night, I was watching the Cats-Brisbane game uh, mm. down at the Janjuk pub, down at the beach. What were you doing down at Janjuk? Mate, just being an absolute legend. <laughs> Hanging out down near the beach. Yeah, having yeah, one right. of the most extensive chicken parmigiana menus around. Cop this. you got your traditional parma. Mm. You've got your... Hawaiian Palmer, the Aloha pineapple on top. Ooh. We then move into the Mexican Palmer with yeah. jalapenos. We've got the Carbonara Palmer mm. with Carbonara sauce. And Have you got bacon. the Palmageddon? The Palm. I'm sure it was on there. 
But once the bistro closed up, they chucked us in the other room, went to go and have a seat at this table, three dudes watching the footy on the table, 12 empty seats. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, can we, can we grab one of these chairs? He goes, no, they're all saved. What? Three dudes saving 12 seats. I counted them. Right. And did he say they're all saved because we've got a busload? Were the, were the cats, <laughs> were the cats coming? coming back to Janjuk after a big win? <laughs> I don't know. But surely there's a certain percentage. What are the rules on seat saving? Can one person save literally any? What, what's, all the seats? So three out of 15, that's, some sort that's of... 20% of the seats are being used and the rest are, are out in the open. No, that's not on. That's like when you go to a restaurant, or, you know, like a, a bar and they're like, it's like 12 o'clock and, you, and you're like, can I sit here? And they're like, no, it's reserved. And it says like reserved from 2 p.m. And yeah. you're like, yeah, but I I will be gone. I will be, I'll be but a dream by then, guys. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> so I was wondering about seat saving etiquettes and whether you had some, uh, some tales of the seat save. Andrew says he drives a tractor and he constantly comes back to a dog on the seat. Oh, <laughs> tell you what, you want a three-year-old. <laughs> Oh, no, this is my pillow. No, it's not. <laughs> it has fake hair on it from the movie shoot, okay? I can assure you it's my pillow. Get off my side of the bed. Jamie says, I hate going to the MCG and there's thousands of items of clothing on empty seats. You can't just reserve three seats with a single scarf. I tell you what, the scarf does a lot of heavy lifting at the footy. Mate, there's, there's news articles at the moment about these people who go down to the uh, little cabanas on the beach. Oh, yes. You know, leave the book and the, and the towel. And then bloody hop on a tuk-tuk and go all around town all day Just so they can come back in the afternoon for a little margarita Oh, I don't think so No one gets it all day Well, Erica has given us a ring as well G'day, Erica Hello, boys Now, Erica, you, uh, you've, you know, Queenslander, such as myself You've headed to Suncorp Stadium once or twice What's the seat-staving story from there? I don't know if it's as much of a seat-saving story as it's a case of mistaken seating, but we were at the the stadium watching the Bronx and my partner, several screeners deep at this point, has gone to get another round and he was gone for the longest time, like ages. And eventually he's come back with just this look on his face of just, I don't know, he was mortified and he just sat down next to me and just stared ahead. Like, what happened to you? What's wrong? And he just shook his head and he couldn't say anything. Just looked shell shocked. Yeah, he he genuinely looked like horrified. So anyway, I've finally coaxed it out of him. And what's happened is he's gone get his beers and he's gone back to the wrong gate and sat in what he thought was our seats. And he thought I'd just gone to the bathroom. So he's sitting there. <laughs> okay. And this guy comes and sits down in what he thought was my seat. And my partner's staring at him, just looking at it, like staring him down, fuming. Just trying to Superman laser beam eye him out of the chair. I think he said something to the effect of, are you right, mate? (laughs) Apparently he nearly got into a bit of a biff with this guy. (laughs) And then eventually just sort of sat there and looked forward, fuming. And he's looked at the goalposts and he's like, hmm, they don't look the same. (laughs) And it's dawned on him. And he's gone to the wrong game. (laughs) 
That's incredible, Erica. Oh, my goodness. Well, you were reunited. Reunited in the end. That's the main thing. Yeah, well, thank you for telling us your subcourt stadium scooter seat saving shell shock shenanigans. And um, we will uh, talk to you next time. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Yes, it's time to welcome to a Monday LeBron James. Producer Bron, hello. Hello. You know, I heard LeBron gets uh, hair plugs. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, that's, he's got I a challenging heard, hairline. He's got a very good, strong hairline. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about Turkish hairlines last week. LeBron's name came up in the article as someone, not necessarily who's got a turkey, but just someone who may have had some assistance. I don't want to get defamed by LeBron. I'm not saying it definitely happened. I'm just saying his name came up in the article. Well, I saw the most... Sorry, Bron. We'll get to your segment in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Matt and I just talking for a bit. Saw the most meta ad for the hair plugs or the hair treatments by the company who puts on ads of, like, when was your turning point to get hair stuff. And he says, my turning point was when I saw the ads asking about when's your turning point. Really? Yeah, they've gone they've like gotten full. <laughs> and my mate's going to be, Oi, Damo, when's your turning point, mate? She's like, well, that is my turn. It's like, wow, it's just this real meta wormhole of a hair um, thing. Anyway, how are you, Bron? Right, right, yeah, you're right, Bron. What's happening? What's been happening? <laughs> um, yeah, not, not, not too much in the hairline game, but this first one is from news.com. Headline, feels illegal. Grocery hack Reddit. horrifies. <laughs> Reddit. <laughs> because I do it. I do it already. I, now, yeah. I am very sick. We've had a few supermarket hacks over the years, Bron, mm-hmm. and they have just been bought, like, save money in your grocery bill. Buy things that are cheap. I know. I see. And this, this is exactly what this is. And I think that, <laughs> Alex Dyson, you're going to go, of course. I'm, I'm sure I will. What is the hack, Bron, of, of groceries? So, apparently, shoppers are going wild after finding out a grape hack, which many said feels illegal because someone on TikTok posted a video where you can just buy a small amount of the grapes and pay whatever it is per kilo rather than buying, say, like what they come in, which is that little handbag of the grapes. (laughs) (laughs) Biggest con in supermarket history, honestly. I get angry when I see those big bags of grapes because they are. It's just tricking consumers. It annoys me so much. I didn't, yeah. I honestly did not realise you could go less than a full oh, bag. Oh, I always grab just a little bunch. Always. Just a little bunch of grapes. As if I'm going to... No one needs a kilo of grapes. Can I do that with, like, cherry tomatoes as well or something? You know, just open up that little punnet and take out a few few extra cherry tomatoes that <laughs> no, I don't need. you can't because you buy them by the punnet. You don't buy mm. the grapes by the bag. You buy them by the kilo. Okay, it's all depending mm-hmm. on the pricing. Mm-hmm. Now, you can also split bananas in the bunch. I do it. Yeah. I don't you, care. You can do that. Split, yeah. take, rip, rip tomatoes off the vine, whatever. I don't care. Take the, <laughs> break the stalk off the broccoli. That's getting a little bit illegal, <laughs> I think. Slightly illegal. Take a wing off a chicken. I don't <laughs> care, mate. <laughs> okay, so did you not know? Have you been buying big, huge, 
like plain luggage sizes of grapes, Ron. Well, have you been doing that? To be honest, it's turned me off grapes altogether because I was like, and I do like a cheeky grape every now and then. So it's just turned me off getting any at all because I didn't realise you could just get a normal small amount. Oh, see, they're shooting themselves in the foot, these absolute clowns. Too greedy. All right. Thanks, Bron. Next up. So this one's from 10 News San Diego. Not yes. our Not our local 10 News. <clears throat> Headline. I really loved this. I thought it was a Batuta Advocate article, honestly, but it was <laughs> Research finds turning off air conditioning during the day can save money. <laughs> oh uh, who put their lab coats on and investigated this one, Bron? <laughs> it was the, uni- were- the University of Colorado. I know oh you research, did they? The UOC. <laughs> they did a study on it. Um, they looked at three different scenarios. So first scenario, someone left their air conditioner running all day. The second scenario, someone turned it off for four hours. And then the third one was somebody turned it off for a full workday, eight hours. Now, they found, surprising, shockingly, homes that turned their air conditioning off for eight hours saw the greatest energy savings of those three groups. Oh, my God. Um, well, that's, that's amazing, Brian. Both stories you've brought in, absolutely groundbreaking, mind-boggling <laughs> events here where the less you buy of something, the cheaper it is. <laughs> yep. Wow. I didn't know. I, I've just been leaving it all running just constantly. My car's on right now. <laughs> I, can't, I, I have no idea why I'm spending so much money on petrol. It's literally just sitting there running. <laughs> please, please tell me that they've been roasted for this, putting this study out. Um. Yes, I I did see it a few a few times on Reddit and and people are you know not buying it. People are saying this is just like the laziest university student running a study. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And actually, in breaking studies Oop. that I did on the weekend, yep. Apparently, the more beers you drink, <laughs> the drunker you get. <laughs> You're right, Matt. Really Matt drank eight beers. I drank four. <laughs> Bron had none, and Matt was. The biggest animal of the day. <laughs> anyway, look, I, I think it's going to have to take some uh, backup, you know, investigation. So. Oh, oh, it must be peer reviewed. There's no. <laughs> so I'm going to be heading out this weekend to making sure of your study, Matt. But um, listen, Brad, thank you very much once again for coming in. Thank you. And we will catch you later. And look, you listening, going to have to chat to you again later soon because we are about to wrap this bad boy up. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure joining us on this Monday. Thank you so much. I mean, it's it's been an absolute pleasure joining you. You say it's Monday. been a pleasure joining us. Yeah, I mean, but what I mean <laughs> is us joining you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See you tomorrow, same time, same place. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Bye. It'll be a pleasure again for you tomorrow. <laughs> See you soon. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.